I'm your host, Tian Lee, here to shake up your soul and ignite your confidence. Journey with me as we spiritually expand our hearts, mindsets, careers, relationships, and so much more. Grab your journal, a cup of coffee, and let's get fired up to step into the powerful, loving, and divine woman you came here to be. Welcome back to another episode. Today, I want to talk about anchoring in your higher self. If you're on this spiritual journey of healing, growth, up-leveling, then I'm sure you have seen it on a quote, heard about it. Maybe you've even read into it about being your highest self, showing up as your highest self. And I really want to talk about what that means and what sometimes happens when we start to really anchor in our highest self. First off, I want to say that your higher self is not some perfect version of you. Your higher self does not need to be put on a pedestal. When we think of anchoring in our highest self, sometimes it it's easy to see it on a pedestal. It's like this version of us on a pedestal that never messes up, is always spiritually aligned, makes all the right choices, you know, has grounded, clear energy, is high and happy and just positive probably all the time. And if you've been on my podcast, you follow me, then you know that I talk a lot about, you know, not being able to obtain positivity 24-7 and that that's not the the goal of this journey. And so sometimes there's like, there's there's this conflict I feel that I've noticed in my own journey and that with my clients when they are embodying and really trying to anchor in their highest self is that it's too common to put your highest self on a pedestal. And when you put anything on a pedestal, you're really putting it out of reach from anything that you can obtain. You don't want to put your highest self on a pedestal because like I said, your higher self is not a perfect version of you. It is not this version of you who never makes a mistake, who never messes up, who never reverts back to an old way. It's not that you completely transcend all of who you are right now and then step into this angelic being who is just ah, glory and holy all the time. While yes, embodying your highest self means that you get to embody more of your divinity, it doesn't mean that you step into some perfect version of yourself. And it's really unrealistic to think that you can anchor in a perfect version of yourself because none of us are perfect. And I truly believe that our imperfections is a part of being in our highest self. It's it's a part of who we are. And so we're never going to transcend our imperfections and our humanness and our ego. And we didn't come here to transcend it. Uh, we came here to learn how to live with it, how to overcome it, how to move through it, how to heal from it, how to grow from it. Um, and it's in a journey that's going to be ongoing. You know, the higher self that you are feeling called to step into now is going to evolve and change as you evolve and change. And so you'll just keep stepping into a higher version of yourself, you know, as you move further and further on this journey and as you grow year after year and evolve and heal, your higher self is going to continue to evolve and heal with you. And so what I really want to to, um, explain or the message that I would like to uh, bring forth through this episode is Knowing that your highest self, embodying and anchoring in your highest self really comes down 
to accepting yourself. It is through accepting all of who we are that we can then bridge into self-love. I made a post um, last week or a few weeks ago on my Instagram about how self-love or excuse me, how self-acceptance is often the bridge to self-love that sometimes it's self-love can be too far of a leap for people for where you are emotionally. You know, if you're really in the dirt or you're really in the mud or you're really going through some pain and suffering, um, if you have a lot of negative beliefs about yourself, a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, those are really low vibrations and not that there's anything wrong necessarily with having those lower vibrations within you. It's just that on the scale of emotions, they are a lot lower and so love is a lot higher and that can be a huge leap from guilt and shame all the way to love. And so what can help bridge that is acceptance. And so I feel like really when it comes to embodying your highest self, it's again, it's not about showing up as some perfect version of you who never makes a mistake, who never comes out of alignment, who never falls back, snaps back, reverts to an old way, but rather it's learning how to accept all of who you are in every moment, in those times where you fall back, snap back, revert to an old way. It's learning how to accept all of you so that you can bridge yourself to that ultimate self-love. And again, even when you are, you know, in your self-love and you and you really are holding that love for all of who you are, it's holding that love for all of who you are, your light and your dark, your ego and your soul your ups and your downs, your highs and your lows. And so for me, what I have learned in my journey and what I have been witnessing with my own clients as well is that anchoring in your highest self is is really more so about how, how you are able to show up from that place when your smaller self comes up to the forefront. So it's like we have a higher self and a smaller self. And I kind of even don't even like saying the word smaller self because I don't want you to think that who you are now or if you're, you know, not feeling like you're in your highest self, that you're in your smaller self. But when we want to look at it in terms of of healing and growth, it's kind of like we have a smaller self and we have a higher self. And I think our higher self is really more of our soul. It's, it's our wisdom. It's our intuition. It's our divinity. Um, and when we anchor in that higher self, again, it doesn't mean that we transcend all of our humanness and our ego and our pain um, and, and our imperfections, but rather we're able to show up and handle ourselves from a more grounded, neutral, loving, compassionate, and understanding space for our ego, for our pain, for our imperfections, and for all of all of the parts of ourself um, that that live within us. And, and so it's important to remember that when you're on this journey and you do, you know, fall back or you make a mistake or you come out of alignment or you revert back to an old pattern or a habit or you do something that you're not necessarily proud of, um, anchoring in your highest self isn't, isn't about, you know, transcending that. Um, it's more of about anchoring in your highest self and showing up for you in a higher energy. So when you do make those mistakes, when you do fall back, when when you do come out of alignment, it's like, how can you show up for yourself from a higher energy? How, if you were in, in your highest self, how would she or he handle this situation? And to me, that is what it, what is anchoring in your highest self. It's about how are, can you show up from that place you know, in every moment, not just when things are going good, not just when, you know, your morning routine and your spiritual practices and and your health and your fitness and everything is on point. 
that's not necessarily being in your highest self. Yes, that feels great when we're in that flow and everything is moving great and all of our routines, we're sticking to them and, and we're, we're healthy and we're taking care of ourselves and our uh, practices and we're, we're keeping our commitments to ourselves. Like, yes, that's a great, great feeling. But again, we are human. We have an ego. We have past pain. We have fears. We have a society that we live in that is influencing us and you know at at many moments all throughout the days you know instagram the media all of it and it can be very easy to you know fall and i don't want to say easy but almost normal even to kind of fall off off of alignment to to fall back especially when you're healing deep when you're leveling up it's not going to be a smooth ride up it's going to be bumpy there's going to be hills and valleys um, you're going to have, you know, maybe days or weeks where everything is running smoothly and you're feeling on top of the world. And then you're going to have days or maybe even weeks where things are a lot bumpier and you might be noticing yourself, you know, kind of falling off the wagon a little, so to speak. And it's in those moments where it's, it's easy then in those moments actually to, you know, kind of shame ourselves and feel guilty and, you know, to, to feel bad about what we've done or what we've not done or that we're coming out of alignment or, you know, that we're hurting or we're, we're encountering fear or insecurities, whatever it may be, it can be really easy to kind of shame ourselves for that and to beat ourselves up and, you know, to it to be mean, you know, to ourselves sometimes. Like, I know I sometimes have voices like, oh, why did you do that? Oh, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, you know, and I have, it's in those moments where it's like, I, I get to anchor in my higher self in those moments and show up for myself from a more loving, more compassionate, more understanding place. And to me, that is what's anchoring in your highest self. Yes. Anchoring in your highest self means that you are also probably thinking higher thoughts. You are, um, showing up from a higher place of action, you are connected, tapped in, tuned in to yourself, to your emotions, to your intuition, to your body, to your needs, to the universe, to God, to source. Yes, anchoring in your highest self means all of that as well, but it doesn't mean that you're not going to fall back, snap back, or revert to an old way. And I think it's really, really important that when you are in a space of falling back, snapping back, reverting to an old way, that you don't put your higher self on some kind of pedestal and and feel that you are wrong for where you are, you are wrong for how you feel, or you are wrong for doing whatever you might have done that you're not so proud of or the mistake that you might have made. You know, mistakes are a part of life. They are a part of the process. They are how we learn. They are how we grow. And, you know, I know for me that I grew up in a house where... There wasn't a lot of space to make mistakes. Um, So I grew up thinking that mistakes were really bad. And um, because of that, I've had a really harsh inner critic. And I can, you know, at times (laughs) when I'm not anchoring in my higher self, be really critical of myself, especially when I make a mistake. And a lot of it has to do with my programming in childhood. Because like I said, in my household, there was not a lot of space to make mistakes. If you made a mistake, it was a big lecture. We got, I got in trouble. There was like a whole spiel over it. You know, this is why you shouldn't have done that, blah, blah, blah. There was never a moment to sit down and be like, let's let's talk about what happened. Let's talk about why it happened this way and what we can do next or, you know, what we can do moving forward. I didn't grow up in a house like that. And I'm sure many of you also did not. 
And if you're resident resonating with this, then it's very likely you also have a harsh inner critic and you probably don't take making mistakes very lightly. And I think coming from our highest self and anchoring in our highest self gives us permission to actually be lighter in our mistakes and to take mistakes a little bit lighter. You know, mistakes are not the end of the world. Um, And falling out of alignment for a day or two is not the end of the world. Waking up grumpy and cranky and missing your meditation and sleeping in and maybe eating junk food and binge watching a Netflix series is not the end of the world. It is not the end of the world. You are not going to lose all the progress you have done on yourself. You are, you know, you're not um, essentially going to fall so far backwards because you slipped up or fell back or needed a day to just kind of disconnect. Um, And so it's really important that when you're on this journey and and you're wanting to anchor in your highest self, that yes, you think about how would your higher self show up? What are the kind of thoughts that she thinks? What are the kind of actions she takes? Um, you know, what are the kind of friends she hangs out with? What is the kind of lifestyle she lives? How does she feel about money? How does she feel about intimacy? You know, and how does she feel about her career? And how does she feel about the universe and life and God? And it's, it's great to take in all of these perspectives and to really sit with that so that you can understand who your higher self is and, and the kind of woman that she is and the kind of beliefs that she holds and, and ultimately the kind of life that, that she lives. However, going back to what I said at the beginning, you don't want to put your higher self on a pedestal because she's not on a pedestal. She's within you. She is who you are. She is your soul. She is your divinity. And so therefore she doesn't need to be put on a, on a pedestal as this like perfect version of you because <laughs> newsflash, there's no perfect version of you. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and crack that right now. There is no perfect version of you. And to try to obtain perfectionism is really so unrealistic, but yet it can be so common to feel that way, especially when you're on a spiritual journey. Because when you're on a spiritual journey, you're really wanting to heal from the inside out. You're wanting to be a better person. You're wanting to feel better emotionally and spiritually and physically. You're wanting to take better care of your body. You're wanting to take better care of your health and your life and your relationships. And so again, you know, when you're, when you're, really wanting to heal and transform all areas of your life from the inside out, um, it can be too easy to kind of set these unrealistic perfection goals on ourselves. And especially when it comes to anchoring in your higher self, you know, your highest self still can make mistakes. Your highest self can still fall off, fall out of alignment. Your higher self can still sleep in or, you know, lay around all day and watch Netflix if if that's what happens. Um, that's what happened to me yesterday. I, I literally laid on my couch all day watching Netflix and I had some guilt over it. I won't lie. I definitely had some guilt. It was Sunday and Sundays are supposed to be a day of reflection and rest. And I just was not feeling that great. I kind of had a stomach ache and, and some head and a little bit of a headache and I just didn't want to do anything, like nothing. And so I didn't even do my morning meditation. I literally laid on the couch all day, binge watching a Netflix show and ordered food. And I woke up this morning feeling a lot lighter, but still kind of carrying a little bit of that guilt guilt with me. Like, oh, you spent all day yesterday doing nothing. You did not get ready for your week, blah, blah, blah. 
And I finally just kind of had to sit with myself this morning in my meditation and with my journal and and just kind of talk to that that part of me. And and that's where I was really anchoring in my higher self. And so it's like I anchored in my higher self and just really kind of talked to that part of me who felt guilty and shameful for laying on the couch all day yesterday, binge watching Netflix. And to me, that is what 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 anchoring in and showing up as your higher self is. It doesn't mean being perfect. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have off days. It doesn't mean that, um, you know, you're not going to make mistakes or you're not going to come out of alignment. Um, but rather, how are you going to show up for yourself when that does happen? What are the kind of words that you're going to offer yourself? What kind of compassion and understanding are you going to offer yourself? You know, this morning in my meditation, I just talked to that part of me that felt guilty and I asked her why she felt guilty and asked her where it came from. And, you know, there was all these old stories of like, oh, being lazy and, oh, you should have went and did, I didn't do yoga yesterday. It was also kind of rainy in the morning and cold and my bed was just calling me. I actually didn't get out of my bed until like almost noon. Um, and so, you know, there was a lot of guilt. I'm someone who usually gets up early. I meditate, I journal, I get all my things, you know, my my things, I get all of my energy and my alignment ready. And then I, I go do my day. I go to do yoga. I come home, I get, I get my apartment ready. I get everything good and going for the week ahead. And that's usually how my Sundays are. But yesterday it was not. Um, and I found myself in a place of feeling guilty and just lazy and just blah. And it was really interesting, you know, sitting with myself this morning and just kind of giving myself the pep talk of, of letting that, you know, that in my inner child, my smaller self, letting her know it's okay. Like it's okay to sleep in girlfriend. Like you're listening to your body. Your body wanted to stay in bed this morning. Your body wanted to lay around and watch Netflix. You know, your, your body wanted to rest. So, you know, yeah, you might've felt lazy and you might've felt like, oh, I should have gotten up. I missed yoga. Da, 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 da. Like I just wasted a whole day. Yeah, you might have felt that way, but really you were doing what you felt was best for you. And it was what was really interesting, um, you know, for me is when I was really talking to to that part of myself and it's like, why do you feel like this is such a bad thing? Again, I was I, I was reminded of of being a child and when I would if I would sleep in past like <laughs> like nine o'clock on a weekend, my dad would always say, you just wasted half the day. You know, he was very like, he was very much an early riser. Um, And I definitely take after him in that area now as an adult. Um, I rarely ever sleep in, but you know, growing up as a kid, you know, in middle school and high school, even when I'd come home and visit in college, you know, I'd go out with friends, um, come home late at night and then sleep till like two o'clock in the morning. And I just, you know, would, would get a lecture, you know, from, from it and, and hear how lazy I was and how half my day is wasted now and all this stuff. And so it's just so interesting that when you actually kind of sit down and talk to the part of yourself who feels like they messed up, who feels guilty, who feels shameful, it's usually not even your voice, you know? Um, and I often, I, I heard once and it, I think it was from, um, the psychologist, um, Nicole LaPerry. I don't know if I'm, I'm saying her last name right, um, but she wrote the book, How to Do the Work. And she talks about our inner critic actually being an inherited critic. And maybe that's a podcast for another day. But, you know, she says a lot of times that our inner critic is usually a voice that we inherited from our upbringing, whether that was a parent, a teacher, um, you know, a sibling, anyone who had, you know, kind of great influence on us growing up. 
and who was critical of us, a lot of times that becomes our inner critic voice. It's not actually ours. It's it's usually inherited. And so I find that very interesting because normally when I do take the time to sit with myself and talk to the part of me who made a mistake or who feels like she's out of alignment or feels like she messed up or feels guilty or shameful, when I actually take the time to sit and talk to that part of me, um, a lot of the stories that she's telling me, you know, well, this was lazy. You wasted your Sunday, da 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 blah, 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 all of that, I can see how that's not actually my voice and how a lot of it has come from my own upbringing as well. And like I said, too, in my household, there wasn't a lot of space for making mistakes. And that's something I've realized um, as an adult that it's, um, you know, it's hard. It's been difficult for me to let myself make mistakes, Um, especially when I started on this spiritual journey. It was like I wanted to be perfect at it. And I wanted, you know, it was I would always like, (laughs) you know, be like, oh, that's not spiritual. Oh, that's not spiritual. Oh, that's not spiritual. And, you know, I think we have to kind of let that go, because, again, what our higher self, we can't put it on this like spiritual pedestal that she never makes a mistake and she never falls off course and she never does anything wrong. That is not true. Our higher self is someone who can show up in those mistakes, who can show up when we've fallen off a course with love, with compassion, with grace, with understanding, um, because we are human. We have an ego. We have patterns. We have habits. Um, you know, and we're not perfect and we'll never be perfect. And it's our imperfections really that make us who we are. And so I just really want to encourage you that if you're on this journey of, of spiritual healing, growth, leveling up and really embodying your highest self to go easy on you, take your higher self off of the fucking pedestal. Take her down. She doesn't want to be there. She never asked to be there. Trust me, when you really start to get to know your higher self, she's not this like, you know, holy. I mean, she's a holy, but you know what I mean? She's not this. She's not God. She's not this, you know, indestructible, perfect light being. She is the divine. She is um, darkness. She is light. She's all of it. But she's able to show up with acceptance. She's able to show up with love. She's able to show up with compassion. She's able to show up with grace. And she's able to handle herself through any situation. She's able to anchor back into her body. She's able to anchor back into her light. She's able to anchor, you know, back into her truth no matter what's going on. And so, you know, please take your higher self off of a pedestal she doesn't want to be on there um and you don't want to put her on there because again like i said when we put anything on a pedestal and this goes for like just manifesting anything if you're wanting a new car more money a relationship whatever if you put it on a pedestal like it's this grand thing you're gonna create more resistance to it and you're gonna start putting it farther out of reach you want to bring it down to your level you want to bring that goal that car that relationship whatever it may be that money that you're manifesting you want to bring it down to your level and so it's the same thing with our higher self like yes it's technically our higher self but we want to bring her down to our level and we want to get to know her and we want to lean into her and when we anchor in our higher self it we're, it doesn't mean that we're going to be perfect. It doesn't mean that we're going to show up in our most spiritual, enlightened energy 24-7. What it means is that we're giving ourselves space for the human part of us and the spiritual part of us. And when the human and the ego part starts to flare up and 
we notice that we are falling off, we are reverting back to an old way, we have made a mistake, we have revisited old patterns, whatever it may be, it's anchoring in that higher self to show up in those times so that we can move through that. It's not about anchoring in your higher self and never making a mistake again, never having a lazy day, never missing a meditation. <laughs> no, it does. that's not what anchoring in your higher self means. It means anchoring in your divinity through the highs and the lows, the ups and the downs, the ebb and the flow. And so that's just... Something I really wanted to share because it was, it's been on my, my mind and my heart since yesterday. And again, I woke up this morning and I just, you know, I felt called to come on here and, and talk about that. Cause I know that, you know, if I am, am going through this, if I have clients that go through this as well, you know, where it can be too easy to get hard on yourself and to be like, oh, I got to be perfect. I got to wake up every morning and do my meditation. I got to get drink my green juice and light my sage and dance and do all my things. And then you have one day where you slip up and you don't do that. And you're like, ah, oh, I'm a failure. Ugh, I'm such a horrible person. Or you make a mistake or you fall back into an old pattern or you tell yourself you're not going to ever do that again. And then you do it again. You know, this is a part of the journey, guys. It's really a part of the journey. And I feel like as a coach, that's really how I try to help these women is I don't, I'm not going to hold some unrealistic expectation of you. And I don't even encourage my clients to set unrealistic goals for themselves. We start really small. It's like, what is obtainable for you? When I get women going on a morning routine or spiritual practice, it's not like this list of like, okay, you're going to meditate, you're going to journal, you're going to da 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 We eventually build it to that if that's what feels good for them. But it's starting off with, okay, from this call to the next call we have next week, what is realistic for you? How many times do you think you can meditate? How many times do you think you could get up before you go to work and journal? You know, or how many times do you think you can work out this week? Like what's realistic for you? And it doesn't even mean that you have to be perfect at that. If we come back next week and you're like, eh, so <laughs> about those goals and those routines, this is what I didn't do. It's okay. You know, it's okay. The more pressure that we put on ourselves to be perfect, the harder the journey is for us because we're chasing after something that's not real and that can't ever happen, which is perfectionism. So it's really important that you just go easy on yourself and you check in with yourself. You know, when you really get to know who your higher self is. So the first thing is you really just want to get to know who who is my higher self? Who is the divinity, the 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 source that lives within me? You know, and how does she think? How does she behave? What kind of activities does she do? What kind of hobbies does she do? How does she take care of her body? What kind of foods does she eat? You know, how does she spend money? What kind of relationships does she have? Really get to know her. What kind of clothes does she wear? Music does she listen to? Like what does she embody? What does she feel like? What does she, you know, I guess in a way look like? Um, but really just kind of getting to know her. And then it's learning how to anchor that in to who you are now. It doesn't mean stepping into that 24-7. It means how can I anchor more of that into who I am now? Because if you're not accepting who you are right now, if you're not allowing who you are right now and in your darkness, in your light, in your ups and your downs and your mistakes and your growth and everything that you're moving through right now, if you can't allow and accept that, you won't really be able to anchor in your higher self um, because again, acceptance is the bridge 
to that love, to embodiment, um, to union within yourself, within your higher self. And so it's really learning how to anchor in your higher self into who you already are now. It's not about putting your higher self on this pedestal and stepping into some version of you um, that you deem as, you know, perfect and spiritually enlightened and worthy. No, 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 no. It's getting to know who your higher self is because my higher self is different than your higher self and your higher self is different than the next woman's higher self. All of our higher selves are different. The thing that they have in common is that we're all in union with the divine, with source, with God. But who our higher selves are individually and spiritually is very different. And so, you know, you don't even want to compare yourself to someone else who you think is an embodiment of their higher self. You know, they might have routines and practices. They might have workouts and foods and things that they eat that are that is for them, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's for you. My morning routine isn't going to work for everybody. You know, that's why with the women that I work with, it's like, let's find what works for you. Here's how my setup is in case you want some ideas, but ultimately let's figure out what kind of practices work for you. Is meditation, you know, realistic for you? Is that even something you want to do every morning? Um, is journaling? Do you connect with writing? You know, it's like learning and understanding what works for you and what, and who your higher self is and what she wants to do to come back into her center, to come back into alignment, you know, to stay, to stay in her, in her spiritual journey. And so it's really understanding who your higher self is and then being able to anchor that into who you already are now. And so that means giving yourself space to make mistakes. It means giving yourself space to sleep in and binge watch Netflix all day if that is what your body is craving. It means giving yourself space to, to, you know, fall back into an old pattern if it happens. It means giving yourself space to just move through the messy, you know, up and down ebb and flows of this journey but being able to anchor in your higher self so that when you do need that love, when you do need that understanding, when you do need that support, um, you can anchor her in and you can show up for yourself in those mistakes, in that guilt, in that shame, in whatever the energies that you might be moving through that you're not necessarily proud of or not, or don't necessarily want to be in. It's being able to anchor in your higher self and be like, okay, how can I move forward now? How can I show up for myself now? Yes, I made a mistake. Yes, I fell back into an old pattern. Yes, I did something that I don't want to do anymore. Yes, I'm you know, and, and being lazy. Yes, I haven't meditated in a day or whatever it may be. Maybe, yes, I haven't worked out. I've let my workout and my health go. Whatever it may be, it's like holding that space for yourself you know, you don't want to criticize yourself and you don't want to tough love yourself necessarily through it all. Discernment is key. Sometimes we do need a little, you know, a little tough love, a little kick in the butt, like, okay, let's get going, girl. But, you know, discernment is key. And it's really learning how to anchor in your higher self in those moments and asking your higher self, okay, how can I show up for myself now? How can I anchor in? So I did this mistake. So I slept in all day and didn't get anything done. You know, so I reverted back to an old pattern, whatever it may be. It's like, okay, it's done. There's no going back and changing it. How can I accept this? And how can I anchor in my higher self now? So moving forward, I can keep rising up. Moving forward, I can keep healing. I can keep growing and I can keep evolving. It's like, what um, you know? words do I need? What support do I need? What love do I need moving forward now? Um, because remember, this journey isn't about being perfect. I really, really want you to understand that there's no such thing as perfect. Um, and your higher self isn't someone that's on a pedestal. She is a part of you. She's already within you. So bring her down onto your level. Get to know her and figure out how you can just anchor her 
in more and more to who you already are right now because who you are right now is worthy without alteration. You do not need to become a better, higher, more spiritual, successful, healthier version of yourself in order to be deemed as worthy. You are worthy right now because you are breathing, because you are because you exist, because you are still here living on this planet on earth. God source the divine knows that you have purpose or you wouldn't be here. Bottom line, you're here because you're worthy and you have purpose. So, you know, understanding that and knowing that there's space that you can actually hold space for yourself to fall off, you know, and to come out of alignment, to make mistakes and, you know, to feel guilty or shameful or anything else that you might be moving through. That's all a part of this journey. It's really, you know, holding that space for yourself and then anchoring in your higher self to be like, okay, how can I move forward? How can I show up for myself now? I'm in a funk. I'm feeling shameful. I made a mistake or I, whatever it might've been. Okay. I'm here. I'm accepting it. I can't go back and change it. But now moving forward, what can I do? How can I support myself now moving forward? If I was in my higher self right now, what would I do moving forward? And so um, that's kind of, you know, how I how I was with myself this morning. Like, yes, I had guilt over laying around all day yesterday doing nothing and watching Netflix. I don't even think I got on social media. I just like completely it's like one of those days where you just like need to absolutely disconnect. Um and so, yeah, there was just like this little guilt in me. Um, and so I just had to talk to myself this morning and, you know, anchor in my higher self, like it happened. It's okay. Your body needed it. Um, you're allowed to take days off. You're allowed to take breaks. You can absolutely lay on your couch and binge watch Netflix all fucking day and still be spiritual. Okay. You can absolutely binge watch a show all fucking day on your couch or lay in bed all fucking day and still be spiritual. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys... <laughs> You guys get that? Because I really want you to get that because that's what was really coming through for me. And I had to really remind myself of that. And from my loving higher self, it was like, all right, well, today's Monday. Let's get up. Let's get going. Um, Take it. You know, I'm still kind of feeling a little little slower. I'm definitely moving through some energy upgrades right now. And so I know that as well. Um, But, you know, it was just really checking in with myself. Okay, how can I show up for myself today? What can I do today? Um, to keep moving my needle forward. I can't go back and change yesterday. It was what my body needed. I allowed myself to rest and just completely disconnect. There's no need to feel shame for it. You know, um, this is my life and I get to live it how I choose and I get to do what I want. And so it was a really nice conversation that I got to have with myself and really kind of anchor in my higher self on how I could, you know, move forward today and through this week um, so that I'm not carrying this like shame around for spending all day Sunday on the couch. (laughs) And, um, and then I felt inspired to come on here and and talk about this and, and make an episode over it. Because like I said, I know that if I go through it, my clients go through it, then many, many other people go through it. And I just want you to know that where you are right now is good enough, that who you are right now is good enough. You will make mistakes. You will fall off course. You will come out of alignment. You will need days um, where you just completely disconnect. And, you know, sometimes doing the work is taking a break from doing the work. And so yesterday, that was maybe my break, you know, maybe... What was better for me was to actually just sleep in and not get up and meditate and do my thing and go to yoga and come home and do laundry and get get all ready for my week ahead. While I love that and it really helps me, yesterday that's not what I needed. And so being able to talk to myself this morning and and 
you know, accept that and anger in my higher self and how I can move forward now um, really helped me kind of release that guilt and just put yesterday behind me so that I can keep moving forward. And so I just really wanted to share that with you guys. Remember, your higher self is not some perfect, holy being of light that never messes up and never makes a mistake. So take her off of a pedestal, get her on your level, talk to her, connect with her and learn how you can anchor her in more and more to who you already are now because you're not becoming anyone new. You are unbecoming who you have, who you are not. Mm, excuse me, confirmation. You are unbecoming who you're not, who you've been programmed and conditioned to be. Um, and you're remembering the truth of who you are. And every time you connect back to your higher self and lean in on her or him um, for advice, for support, for love, for compassion, for understanding, then the more that you get yourself back into alignment, the more that you get yourself back into the flow, the more that you're able to anchor in and connect with your higher self and show up as her from that energy. Um, so I hope that this, this helps you to maybe drop your own shame or guilt that you might have for any mistakes that you have made or, um, things that you might be going through. You know, we all make them. It's a part of the journey. Be easy on yourself. And when you are in a space of realizing you've fallen off, you've reverted back to an old way, you've made a mistake, connect with yourself, connect to that part of you that did that, talk to her, get to know her, understand why, you know, why she's feeling the guilt or the shame, um, how she's feeling about the mistake made, and then lean in on your higher self and anchor her in. And how can you anchor her in to where you're, where and who you are now so that moving forward, you can accept what happened, you can learn any lessons that you need to learn from it, and you can get back into your alignment. (sighs) Ah, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, All things this spiritual journey. I feel like I'm really here to shed more light on a lot of a lot of these aspects of the spiritual journey that aren't talked a lot about. Everyone wants to talk about being your highest self and being positive and showing up, um, you know, in your best energy and all of that. And while I'm so here for it, trust me, I am. Um, there's, you know, there's the other side of the curtain where it is, you know, your ego, your humanness, your darkness, um, where the growth happens and where the growth happens can sometimes be messy. Like my last, um, episode, you know, healing is messy. So give yourself space for that. Know that your higher self is already a part of who you are. So bring her in, get to know her. And really this journey is about how can you incorporate her and anchor her into who you already are now. And the more and more that you do that, the more and more that you step into your higher self and the less you will revert back to old ways and the less you will, you know, come out of alignment. But remember, you'll never get to a place where you don't make mistakes, where you don't come out of alignment. This is a human journey too, on top of a spiritual journey. So we have to leave space for the mistakes and the misalignments and the falling backs and the snapping backs um, that are going to happen. And it's more about how can we handle it when it does and how can we anchor in our higher self to move forward so that we can get back into our alignment. Ah, yes, 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 yes. I love all the stuff spiritual and I love getting to talk about the the other side of it. Um, you know, it's like what goes on behind the curtains. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to talk about what goes on behind the curtains because I want you to know that it's perfectly normal and that there's nothing wrong with you um, and there's nothing wrong with your journey for experiencing all of the things that happen behind the curtains because 
we're all experiencing it too, girlfriend. We are all experiencing it too. I promise you the most spiritual people that you look up to or that you follow or that you work with, they have their own shit that goes on behind the curtains as well, where none of us are perfect and none of us are in our highest selves 24-7. It's about embodying and anchoring that higher version in yourself to who you already are. So take what resonates from this. Please, please, please leave the rest. I hope this can help shed some light and make you feel that you are worthy. You are on track. Everything is fine. You are fine and you are exactly where you need to be. And if I can further support you on this journey, I am um, hosting a four-week group coaching course. It's called Embodiment for the Divine Feminine. And so we're really diving in um, to like the other side of the curtain of a spiritual journey and how to really anchor in your feminine energy for the deep healing and transformational work that happens behind the scenes of a spiritual journey. You know, it's it's like I've said multiple times, it's not crystals and yoga and green juice and sage 24-7. It is deep work. It is meeting your shadows, your fears, your ego, holding your inner child, holding pain that you've repressed for years, holding insecurities that you've been living with for years, and really learning how to navigate through the darkness so that you can step more and more into your light. But you cannot have light without darkness. And so this is a part of the journey. And if you would love to be supported on this and to really understand how you can create more safety in your body, how you can navigate your shadows, how you can connect to your higher self, your intuition, um, how you can, you know, give yourself space to move through this um, deep work that that is required on the spiritual journey. If you're wanting to understand more about energy healing, breath work, somatic healing, sensual healing, and really how to tap into your body because everything is happening within our body, how you can move your energy around and release yourself so that you can find some more emotional freedom, connect to your intuition and really embody the power of your feminine energy and the power of who you are. I would love to support you. For four weeks, it is held in a private Facebook group. And so the calls will be uh, once a week live in the Facebook group. And then um, I will also be offering a live meditation. We're going to clear out the sacral chakra, which has a lot to do with our feminine energy and our emotions and our intuition, our sexuality, our sensuality, our pleasure, our pain, all of that goodness. We hold it in our sacral energy. And so I'm going to do a live Reiki meditation to kind of energy clear and shift and help you guys move some energy around in your womb space. Um, so yeah, if you're really wanting to anchor in more into your feminine power and energy and, and, and move with more ease and grace and flow through this deep work and really connect back to your body and the wisdom of your own intuition and the wisdom of your own highest self, then I invite you into this sacred portal group that I am holding. It's going to be amazing. I love talking about this stuff and I love being able to dive in deep and that's what we're going to do. We're really going to dive in deep into the four weeks that we will be together. You will also be a part of a Facebook group. So Yes, the calls will be once a week, but you have all week to um, chat within the group as well. And I'll be there for you all throughout the week. If you ever have questions, you can leave comments. Um, I just wanted to create really a space for for community, for women who are all going through this um, to connect and to share and to love and to support each other, because I truly believe that a lot of deep healing happens within the containers of safe relationships and of safe communities. So that is what I'm here to provide 
So this, if this sounds like something that is calling for you, you can go to my website, www.tianlihealing.com for more information, or you can find me on Instagram as well, which is just tianlihealing um, for more information or to sign up. So that is all. I hope you guys are having a beautiful and blessed Monday or wherever you are when you're listening to this. As always, sending you the love, the healing, and whatever energies that you may need at this time in this moment. Take a deep breath in. And then open mouth, let it go. You are worthy and good enough just as you are right here, right now. I will catch you soon. Thanks for joining me on your soul expanding journey. I love being able to serve you all. So I appreciate you being here with me and listening with me. If you know a sister who could use this, Send it her way and let's spread the love. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to let me know. You can tag me on Instagram at at Healing. And remember, girl, yes, you can.